1: hey hey waffle gang i do hope you're well my name is mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting a like subscribe maybe that notification bell too let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now before we do get into today's first story i just want to give you a warning that it does contain death of a pet so if you do want to skip the story please feel free to do so Timestamps stamps are down in the description and along the timeline below thank you and it's from Not My Identity, who says, I'm 28 male, a somewhat popular YouTuber. My wife, 27 female, deleted my recordings because she has never seen me crying and I'm unemotional. First of all, please don't ask me who I am and my YouTube alias. I want to keep this anonymous. Anne and I have been married for nine months, we've been together for three years. Our relationship has been pretty smooth and I love it a bit. However, we have a big personality clash. We lived with it in the past, but it's affected her more than it's affected me. I'm more of a keep-it-all-in guy, and I prefer to deal with issues by myself. She, on the other hand, talks about her issues with me, and we work through them together. I've always been a little cold, maybe steely is a better word. I'm not too emotional. Not that it's a good or bad thing, it's just the way I am. My wife and I were forced to put down our dog recently. He was my dog before we met but he became a big part of our family. She loved the hell out of that dog and I did too. When we lived abroad for a year he kept her company and she was very close to him. So we came back from the vet and she was crying all the way. I was feeling really sad but I wasn't really showing it. She asked why I wasn't feeling sad. I told her I was. She started screaming at me for not having feelings. Me being inhuman, me being cold, and her being scared of me for that. I told her that I cannot force myself to cry, and I was feeling terrible inside. We get home, and she went off about how I'm barely human. I'm basically an automaton. She then went on and on about how she had never seen me cry. Not when we had broken up one and a half years into our relationship, not when my mother died, not when I was leaving for a year to work abroad. I told her that me crying doesn't solve anything and she should quit bothering me. I went to bed. Next morning, I wake up and decide to edit some videos I wanted to upload. I work from home and have one main computer to work from. It has three hard drives. The first one is my operating system drive. The other two have recordings on them. I wake up to find the other two completely wiped. I freak out and irrationally think that it might've been some software or something. I try to see what the cause was. I can't figure out anything i put so much work into recording these videos so much effort had gone into them i broke down i'd backed up only the recordings from two months ago i'm sobbing hard and i just feel pathetic i'd lost so much of my work and i couldn't figure out how my wife then comes in sees me i tell her what happened she tells me she did it she wanted to see me cry and didn't know how else to make it happen she's happy she got to see some part of me as human She tells me that it was healthy for me to let my emotions out. I swear to God, that's the first time I've ever wanted to hit her. I would have strangled her. I packed up a few things, laptop, phone, got into the car and told her that I call her when I am ready. I'm staying with a buddy of mine right now and I need to figure this shit out. She was all apologetic and loving when I was leaving and was acting confused. I feel nothing but hatred towards her right now. But I need to be tactful in handling this situation right now. Help me figure it out. Now for me in this, there was just a question that popped into my head. Look, I'm not excusing the behavior or anything like that. I just want to get that out there first. But if she was looking for an emotional reaction by deleting your work or whatever, why didn't she like back it up and then say, I didn't actually do it. There you go afterwards. Again, I'm not making excuses for the behavior or deleting the work or anything like that. And I absolutely get the concern of someone... Maybe not showing emotion when relatives have died, etc. I've been through very, very similar over the last few years. Like I said in my post, when my father was passing away, I was very pragmatic towards the end and didn't cry very much. I remember talking to my boss about it because I had my mum pass away. She was really ill, then I had another family member pass away with cancer and then I had my dad and this was all like within three years. And I remember telling my boss every time, and it was just like, it, it, it almost become, and I know this is going to sound really insensitive, and I don't mean it to be that way. It came across as a bit of a joke. That was the way you could only cope with this. It was like, bloody hell, who's next kind of thing, you know? And I remember saying something similar to my boss, because it's like, I, I needed more time off work. And they were so, so good about it. Let me just tell you that right now. But when I made my sort of little joke about it, he sort of looked at me like, fuck me, you're right, mate. <laughs> But as always, I've gone off on one as usual. Queer here says, there is no way she was doing this for your own good. She was mad. Here's what I think she was feeling. Misery loves company. She saw you being all stoic about your dead dog that she loved and it pissed her off. Your nonchalance was like disrespect to the dead. It also left her isolated and grieving by herself. I think she wanted to punish you for not being sad. Not just for hiding your sadness but for not being appropriately sad enough and if you love your precious videos more than your loyal dog you deserve to cry then don't you i think she made a bad decision to punish you when her emotions were running high with grief and she tried to cover it up with a cold-hearted justification a weird justification makes what she did seem even worse than it was opie responds and texts her i received the text how are you feeling I'm pissed so I text her, hey, do you have any feelings about a divorce? Go ahead, let them all out. It's healthy for you. Her response was, baby, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Leo died and I guess it was just too hard on me. I love you so much and I know what I did was terrible. Please forgive me and come home. I miss you. Let's just talk this through. Leo was our dog. Then another text came through saying, please don't do anything rash. We just got married. Why divorce? We have our entire lives ahead of us. Please don't let one mistake of mine ruin that future. I love you. I'm sorry. Please come home or at least tell me where you are. Political says, write it out. Now that I've calmed down a bit, I'm willing to discuss this further. I'm upset because you intentionally caused me pain in order to get me cry. You, my wife, who are supposed to be my partner in all things and love of my life, intentionally caused me pain to see me cry. With all the other painful stuff going on and me holding it in as I have always done, Why is it now a problem when I am at my lowest? I'm the same person you married. I understand these times have been tough on you as well, but this behavior is unacceptable. People process emotions differently, and if you have such a deep dissatisfaction with the way I process mine, then you should have brought it up with me instead of holding it in for so long. I think couples therapy is needed for us to move forward as the level of hurt and betrayal I feel is too great, especially if you don't understand or disagree with my reaction. And one more comment which was highly rated on that post which is from Rights Good, who says first agreed with everyone else who has already commented on how awful it is to have your partner destroy a major part of your work and life. This has already been covered well by others so I'm going to move on to another important piece in all this. Pardon if this has already been mentioned casually browsing suggests not but your priorities in crime seem to be one your youtube video work two nothing else not your mum dying, not breaking up with your girlfriend, not your dog dying, and so on. For the average person, note, this is different from saying the average Redditor, this is unusual. Not all, but most people cry over these scenarios. While you try to characterize this as steely, you also mention that this has been described as cold. you see how this could look from the outside? Have a theory around why your wife is so disturbed by this. I would be too, and I'm a guy love is many things including opening yourself up to someone else making yourself completely vulnerable to them and building trust based on that only people you love can really hurt you because who gives a shit what a stranger thinks right well you haven't shown yourself to be vulnerable to her you don't cry and if you don't cry over her well then maybe you're not in love with her she's feeling hurt over this idea let's try to talk okay shout about it with you call you an automaton and so on and instead of reassuring her that you are capable of love and that you love her, what did you do? In quotes, I told her that me crying doesn't solve anything and should quit bothering me and went to bed. And carries on and says, so she didn't get to talk about it and wasn't getting adequate for her reassurance. So she did an incredibly melodramatic, extreme thing to see if you could be hurt in all the misguided idea that if you could be hurt, then you could be in love. I know it's twisted and fucked up and she shouldn't have done it but I will also admit sympathy for her in this situation where her spouse does not A. Provide the kind of emotional assurances a typical spouse would expect, e.g. crying, expressing love and affection, B. Understand that need in others, and C. Refuses to discuss it. Disclaimer, this could be wrong. I hope this adds a different perspective to all the she's fucked up comments. Good luck. So, Opie comes back into the post and says, a lot has happened. I'm not going to cover all the events of the past few days, but here's the most important stuff. Data. had a friend hook me up to a local store that specializes in this. Proper recovery is expensive, but they said that since no data is rewritten, it's possible. Waiting to hear from them tomorrow. Divorce. I decided that I'm not going to ask for a divorce. What happened was bad, but not divorce worthy. want to give this a chance. Wife. I went back to her. She was crying. It looked like she had been for a long time. I went in and she hugged me and cried even more, apologizing profusely. When she got a little more stable, we talked. She started by saying that she understood how badly she fucked up. She said that I am well warranted to ask for a divorce. However, she said that she will never pull shit like this again, and that she doesn't want to spend the rest of her life in regret. She begged me for one last chance. Having had a wonderful relationship before this, I decided that I wanted to give her another chance. I asked her to explain why she did what she did. She said that first, Leo's death really got to her. Second, she confessed that she always felt like the weaker one in the relationship. She felt completely alone when she cried. I made a mental note to comfort her better when she's a little emotional. But she said that she understood right now, and that she felt terrible to engage in such a power play, and that she understood that we're just different people. She told me she really regretted her actions and wanted one chance to make it up to me. Thanks for your help and suggestions. Note, the comments I made in the previous post, well, I was pissed. Really, really angry and also drunk. I thought about matters the next day and then took action. I can't believe I forgot to put this in. Marriage counseling. We're getting an appointment to get through this issue. And I think it's got to be said, the comments on that update were completely mixed in all sorts of different directions. But what do you guys make of this situation? How would you have dealt with it if it was you? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story.
0: Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.
2: Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. What can't you do, is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24.
1: And our next story comes from Immediate Dog 1146 It does come with an update and is titled, Should I, 29 Female? Asked my fiancé, 31 male, to split bills and expenses more proportionately. Together for three and a half years. After taxes, I make $25,000 per year. He makes $75,000 per year. Everything is split 50-50 except our groceries because he was willing to admit he spends way more than I ever would on food. I'm trying to pay my fair share, but I'm struggling. I just can't keep up. I think if I made $50,000 and he made $150,000, the difference wouldn't be so bad, even though he would still make three times more than me. But I'm so close to broke, any expense makes a difference. I've really tried to cut down. No new clothes in so long. I look like a hobo half the time. I cut my phone bill down to $20 a month. Managed to qualify for a really cheap health insurance plan. You basically never eat out anymore. Haven't had my hair cut in over a year. it's not enough to make a difference when you make this little and are splitting bills 50 50 with someone who makes triple your income lately i've been turning down a lot of ideas for date nights or short trips because i just don't have the money even smaller stuff like buying a bottle of wine to bring to thanksgiving dinner because i said it wasn't in my budget he ended up paying for it i feel like a big party pooper and i can tell he's disappointed when i say i can't do something i just don't know what else to do until I get a better job? To be honest, I also get a little jealous when he mentions splurging on lunch at one of our favorite restaurants or buying new clothes or other fun purchases I can't make. I'd like to talk to him before this jealousy grows into true resentment, but I don't know if it's fair to ask to split the bills more to me fairly. And we start off with Pawn's White Knight, who says I think 50/50 is the only fair way to do things until you are married. Once you are married, everything is shared. Really, the problem here is your job. You're 29 years old, still making a 16-year-old's summer job wage. You're an adult. You need to buckle down and put yourself in a position to contribute like one. What's for dinner says, If you split 50-50, spending has to be within the lower earners' means. I earn a lot more than my husband. We live pretty frugally, so things are split 50-50. My excess money goes into savings for the both of us, though. But if we want to do something fancy, I know he couldn't afford to pay it. So I pay. As 44 says, engage him in a discussion on this, but don't jump in with just the more income-based split. Explain that you were disappointed that you have to keep saying no to things and tell him it's because you were broke. Share with him specifically the actions you have taken to try and free up some disposable income and how it has not worked. Talk about what you're doing towards increasing your income and see if he has any suggestions. If you're engaged you should both be very open about finances and should be problem solving together Opie says thank you i've been struggling to figure out how to start this discussion without jumping straight into the numbers so this is really helpful we have a monthly relationship check-in so i can bring it up at the next one the user says i think that if he really loved and respected you he wouldn't expect you to pay for half of everything and then opt for the expensive options all the time heck When my partner was unemployed for 6 months I paid for everything except for his half of the rent. I did it because I loved him and I knew that we are a partnership and that means we have to pick up the slack for our other half sometimes. Some would say I made the wrong choice but now he works full time and I get to stay at home with our kids. He gives me spending money every week and pays for everything. We've been together for 7 years and have covered for each other many times. Life has many seasons and if he isn't willing to at least compromise with his, I'd fear how he would treat you if you became unemployed for whatever reason. Curious, does he do 50-50 of all the housework? Hopi says actually yes, he probably does a little more than half because he works from home and doesn't have a commute. And he's willing to make more complex dinners than I am. Hopi continues and says thank you, we actually do a monthly relationship check-in. His idea and it works really well for us so I'll bring it up then. I've told him about individual struggles with money, but I don't think he realizes the 50-50 split is the main issue. Looking at other discussions or forums, so many people said 50-50 is the only fair way to split, so I'm glad I asked for other opinions. And the way it's been discussed in this one, for the most part, it sounds like, I don't know if people are going to say that I'm mad to say this or not, but it feels like it's a healthy relationship in some ways, is that they have these monthly catch-ups to discuss their relationship issues, that the housework and stuff is pretty evenly balanced or even he takes care of slightly more of the house than she does it's just this money issue which obviously is going to be super important to get out of the way and makes this discussion especially as they're getting married by the sounds of it soon i think if i was in the guy's position in this situation and was the higher earner i'd feel pretty awkward about what's been going on and you know her not being able to go out and me still going to these expensive restaurants and whatever And potentially bringing this up and finding a solution to it rather than just saying, you know, hey, check out this restaurant I went to. (laughs) Seems a bit odd, but. Opie does come back with an update and says at our monthly relationship check-in, we actually both brought up how we split our expenses. We decided to sit down and look at our incomes and current shared expenses. In the end, we agreed to split proportionally and discuss a timeline for combining our finances when we get married. I'm still looking for a better job. But for now, I'm really happy with our discussion and decision. Communication skills win the day. (laughs) Now, we've seen it many times in the past about how money issues can break a relationship. But what do you guys make of this situation? Have you ever been in a similar situation before? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another cheeky little story, shall we? And now our next story is from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from character cow 2577 and says Am I the Arsehole for refusing to listen to mother-in-law's speech on my wedding. Hoo-hoo. So I hate speeches. I never understood the appeal. I think they are boring, exhausting, and very, very forced. But having said that, this is just my opinion. I never forced it on anyone. I've sat through long, excoriating speeches without complaining like any other decent human being. When it was my turn to get married, however, I requested no speeches. We wrote that we loved everyone and that we knew they loved us. So if you want to say anything, say it to us directly in private. My husband thought it was funny, but he knew my feelings about speeches. We had a small wedding with only loved ones, a weekend long. My husband loves games, so the wedding planner did a really great taskmaster type of games and everyone appreciated it. Dinner came and mother-in-law stood up and started by saying, I know we are forbidden to make speeches by the bride, but this is my only son getting married, so I will say what I want to. I didn't hear the rest because I was seeing red. My sisters and bridesmaids were shocked. I pretended like she wasn't talking and continued my conversation with my girls. They did the same. Mother-in-law was furious. Both sister-in-laws were furious and my husband was very angry that it showed in his profile refused to look at me. The rest of the night was awkward. My husband sighed sulking in their seats. I wanted to make sure it wasn't ruined for the rest of us and we ended up having a blast. Next day I spent it with my family and friends. My husband said I was very wrong in what I did. I couldn't force mother-in-law to shut the fuck up and he knew she wouldn't no matter how much we told her. I shouldn't have disrespected and humiliated her like this. My marriage started on the wrong foot it seems. Am I, the arsehole. P.S. Yes, mother-in-law loves making speeches, sometimes 15 minutes long and not unusually mean speeches disguised as humor that often isn't appreciated at all by the speakee. Major flashback alert here. It's not exactly the same, but I went to a wedding once and there was a speech <laughs> and it was over an hour long. Pretty much this whole bride's life that we heard. I was exhausted by the end of it. i got to tell you, but OK Research says, well, that's unfortunate. The day you got married, you found out your husband's always going to pick his mum over you. Such disrespect from mother-in-law, not the arsehole. you responds saying, I really hope not. He's always said his mum is stubborn, etc. And that she did what she wanted. For me, it is no problem as long as she's willing to take the consequences of her stubbornness. I didn't know what it meant that the rest of us should lay flat. God comes replies to that and says your husband showed you exactly who he actually prioritizes and it isn't you. Expect this behavior to escalate. Kids, you know she's going to want to be in the room because it's her only son's baby and it's her right. She's going to demand naming rights and to move in to help. It's early enough to get annulled, divorced, whichever, just away from this family. If you rightly decide you deserve someone better. You're not the answer right now, but you're being asked to yourself if you locked yourself to be in second place to this emotionally stunted family. Edit. To add the divorce statement, I was under the impression that because they'd been married for less than a month, that annulment would be easier and faster. Thank you, Redditors, for setting me straight. Sour Skittle says everyone sucks here. She did the one thing you told her not to do. But it's not all about you. Your husband has a family of people as well, and you were rude to them. But then again, she was also rude to you, while acknowledging that she was blatantly ignoring your wishes. Yeah, everyone sucks here. Mother-in-law is entitled to do what I want and sucks a heck of a lot more, but everyone sucks. Wayward Princess says everyone sucks here. Your husband for not standing up to you during the wedding planning and saying that he wanted his mother to give a speech at the wedding, which in my honest opinion is totally reasonable, mother-in-law for crossing the boundary. You're being rude as fuck in front of everyone. And one more with a different point of view from the love birds who says i'm going to go with you're the arsehole in this one sure the mother-in-law should not have been making a toast at your wedding because you asked everyone not to she was a mini arsehole herself here's the thing it's incomprehensible to me that you'd be this rude to your future mother-in-law on your wedding day i get wanting to be in charge of your big day and it all being about you and what you want but there are some things that simply aren't done if she wasn't actively saying insulting things and was trying to give her best wishes Why would you do this? I know you said loves making speeches sometimes 15 minutes long and not unusually mean speeches disguised as humor. But neglected to say her speech on your and your husband's wedding day was one such speech. I believe if it was, you would have stated that loud and clear in your post. Also, sometimes it is not always and 15 minutes is certainly bearable for a formal occasion. Your petty little mean girl power move might end up causing ripples that impact you being accepted by his family. Invitations to family functions as the years roll on, and even future inheritances, not only by his parents but other members of his family who witnessed your behavior. Humiliating your husband, mother, and by extension your husband on his wedding day was simply not a very bright decision on your part. It's interesting that my husband was very angry that it showed in his profile. He refused to look at me. Mother-in-law was furious, both sister-in-laws were furious, and my husband's side was sulking in their seats described the rest of the night as awkward but stated wanted to make sure it wasn't ruined for the rest of us and we ended up having a blast what the actual fuck was this an arranged marriage only asked because you seem actively hostile not only to your mother-in-law but his entire family there is a real us versus them attitude in your post it feels almost like you think wedding and reception was solely for your own enjoyment and gratification it takes two to get married at bare minimum once you realized that your new husband was upset, you should have zipped your lips. I'll just hit on one more thing. Literally not allowing anyone to toast you or your husband on the wedding day simply because you find long toast boring is the epitome of immaturity. Bet your husband woke up regretting a few things the morning after the wedding. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. Truly and hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love.